0: Midterm mayhem is what you can call it. And I guess as we all go about our days and nights, we probably have more important things to worry about. Maybe you got hemorrhoids, you have to host Aunt Karen for Thanksgiving, or even worse, you have to get on an airplane on the day before Thanksgiving and try and survive the 1,000 deadly cuts that is American air travel these days. But I'm here for you because we should talk a little bit about the midterms. And for you young TikTok twerps, I'm not talking about your college exams. So pay attention.
1: We turn now to the high stakes midterms election day, exactly four weeks away. And the balance of power on Capitol Hill is at stake. There are key races to watch from coast to coast. NBC national political correspondent Steve Kornacki is here along with the big board to show us where things stand. Let's set the table first. We're four weeks out from election day. Nothing less than control of Congress in both houses is on the ballot.
2: Yeah, I mean, Democrats come into this with control of both chambers, but both. Barely. I mean, take a look at this 50 50 in the Senate. Remember, Kamala Harris as the vice president breaks the tie for the Democrats right now. And on the House side, the Democrats, this is their majority, 222, 213. It means the Republicans, if they can just pick up five seats in the House, Republicans would flip it and would have control of it.
0: Why do I care? Why should you care? I don't fucking know, but I have a feeling, call it a gut instinct, that if the midterms go a certain way as a country, We might embark on a new frontier of overwhelming ass-backward political shenanigans that make the Trump presidency look like a time of tranquility. So if you haven't been paying attention, let me give you a quick explainer and keep in mind, I am not sure that I even like politics, but at a certain point, I can't sit on my hands. Early intel and polls are showing a few things. Let me give you the rundown. The midterms are November 8th for those of you who have been living in a fucking hole, which is fine. I wish I could. A CNN poll shows that voters are now more inclined to vote Republican than Democrat, despite earlier predictions that showed the opposite. Let's take this polling stuff with a grain of salt. Remember, no polls predicted good old Donnie boy, or maybe one of them did and that guy's still talking about that in some bar in fucking Poughkeepsie.
3: It's campaign season. We are just eight days away from Election Day, and our CBS News battleground tracker shows that Republicans are still in the lead to take the House. Republicans are estimated to take 228 seats in the House. That's four more seats than our estimate showed just two weeks ago. But the biggest question looming is turnout, how turnout could impact control of the House specifically.
0: They're saying that four Senate seats are in play and that they most likely will shift from Democrat to Republican. Those seats are in Arizona, Nevada, New Hampshire, and Georgia. That isn't a surprise, is it? Arizona, which is near and dear to my heart, let's be real. They seem to be wanting four times past. Let's call it simpler times. Nevada, come on, fine. That state should be Republican. Who the fuck goes to Nevada unless you're a degenerate to start with? So keep your guns, prostitutes, and whatever the fuck else you get up to in Nevada. New Hampshire. What do they do there? They make jelly. And finally, it's also expected yet again that Pennsylvania will be a battleground. And guess what? They're going to elect Dr. Oz to be their representative. Yeah, Dr. Oz. Last time I saw him, he was on Oprah teaching me how not to shit myself, but fine. Maybe he will be a better politician than doctor.
1: Let's get right to it. Dr. Oz says there are three things you can do in the bathroom in just three minutes that will keep you living longer. What are they? Well, it's about using your senses. You wanna hear what the stool, the poop, sounds like when it hits the water. And that sounds crazy, but if it sounds like a bombardier, you know, plop, plop, plop. That's not right, because it means you're constipated. It means the the food is too hard by the time it comes out. It should hit the water like a diver from Acapulco hits the water. Exactly. Okay. Then there's the sight test. Look at it. I mean, everyone looks at their stool. They don't admit it, but they look. (laughs) It should be shaped. Let's have an admission here today. (laughs) Let's have an admission here today. How many of you? Yeah. Devin, you know what? It's a funny thing. I thought I was the only one. <laughs> then I heard that everybody looks at their stool. Absolutely. You think Britney Spears, she's looking at her stool. <laughs> OK, go ahead. But go that's ahead. good, right? Yeah. You want to make sure the color's normal, because the color of the, of the poop tells you a lot about how you made it. At the end of the day, you can analyze your body really effectively by looking at what comes out of your body. Oh, really? And we want to get people comfortable with that. OK
0: issues the issues it's all about the issues which means a lot of things to a lot of people what do people actually care about what affects us what do we care about well on the republican side it makes sense that they want to hammer home rising crime inside cities and inflation and i'm sure some candidates want to talk about critical race theory or the obvious abortion and let's be clear that conversation is one part scary and equally just mind-numbing. I don't even want to entertain some of the candidates' stances on that as I feel my brain is just going backwards in time.
2: In July, a horrifying story broke in Ohio and spread like wildfire. A 10-year-old girl raped and then had to cross state lines from Ohio to Indiana to get an abortion. For many on the right, the story seemed too perfect coming just a week after the opinion overturning Roe v. Wade was handed down. Some, including some on Fox News, dismissing it as likely a fanciful tale. You would think the story of a sexual abuser roaming free assaulting ten-year-olds would raise quite a few concerns in small-town Ohio. But no one seems to be doing anything about it. Why did the Biden administration, speaking of lying, just repeat
0: a story about a ten-year-old child who got pregnant and they got an
2: abortion or was not allowed to get an abortion, when it turns out the story was not true. The idea that you would have politicians in America trying to exploit a story like this and make up a story like this in order to advance their own sick agenda tells you they're not serious about uh, the issue. And Turns out the story was very real. In that same week, Gerson Fuentes, 27-year-old undocumented immigrant from Guatemala, arrested, charged with raping a 9-year-old girl.
0: With a Republican-controlled Senate or House, everything is on the table. One thing I heard recently talked about is that there is talk about impeachment of Joe Biden. Which, again, this doesn't have to be based in fact or truth. They just can do it. It's also 100% given that Hunter Biden is going to be investigated, arrested, and possibly sent to a supermax. I mean, I can't defend that guy. He reminds me of a few of my friends. Laptops, crack, hookers, Chinese business deals. It all sounds fun, but not if your dad's the president. So we can't really defend that. But let's be real. Anything that happens that gives Lindsey Graham... Marjorie Taylor Greene, Mitch McConnell, Jim Jordan, more power just makes me fucking sick.
2: Election day is only 12 days away, but many Democratic officials seem to believe, barring some major seismic event, control of the House of Representatives is all but gone. Democrats can feel the House seats slipping through their fingers as some experts project Republicans could pick up maybe even 30 seats, and they only need five to win back the majority. Some in the Democratic Party are already performing pre-autopsies. Tonight, we look into the crystal ball to see what a Republican-led House of Representatives might actually look like. The House GOP sees these pending election results as a repudiation of where President Biden and Democrats are currently leading the country. And that is part of what is driving their legislative agenda.
0: All of this comes down to voting. And guess what? All of a sudden, Republicans now don't seem to believe in the system of voting or they think every election is rigged. Well, I have news for you. There have been rigged elections in this country. It's happened, but let's be clear. I still have some faith that the system of voting here in this country is the best we got. The institution of voting and the sacred act of that is just something we have to believe in. I'm not saying that we don't look to improve and change it, make it better. But this whole let's dress up in camo and protect ballot boxes with AK-47s, come on man, that's just not going to end well, let's just relax. Relax, just a little bit, just a little bit.
3: Now, as we mentioned, politicians aren't the only ones under threat. Already in early voting, people are being intimidated in crucial swing states, and the Justice Department is warning of heightened threats against election workers too. Award-winning investigative journalist Linda Soh talks to Hari Sreenivasan about this deep danger to American democracy.
0: Christiane, thanks. Linda So, thanks so much for joining us. Um, for more than a year now, Working at Reuters, you have been chronicling the types of threats and harassment that election workers have been going through. Just give give our audience an idea of what are the things that people that are working at
1: election offices around the United States are experiencing?
2: Sure. It became clear soon after the 2020 election that Trump's baseless and persistent voter fraud claims were having a real-life consequence on America's political system, particularly the election workers uh, who were facing an unprecedented wave of threats and harassment. Uh, they and their families were receiving threats so severe that in some cases people had to leave their homes and go into hiding.
0: I like to poke fun here. I mean, if I can't have fun, all this shit I'm talking about, it would just be dark and fucking depressing. But like my buddy Obama says, every time he does an interview, you have to look at some of the positives. The belief that a younger generation will figure this out in a way that makes sense. I can also say watching some of the clips of Obama on the campaign trail this past week... Reminded me, say what you want about that guy. Man, he can campaign. He can communicate ideals and politics in a way that makes you excited, makes you say to yourself, this all could make sense. It could, it really could.
3: The other day a video came out of Governor Whitmer's opponent claiming that Democrats have been working for decades to topple the United States because they're still upset about losing the Civil War (laughs) and that COVID restrictions were part of some master plan to do this. Now, first of all, what? (laughs) What? What?
1: First of all, what? That is what it looks like when you have a fiery, loose, and passionate Barack Obama out on the campaign trail. This was over the weekend, drawing excited crowds in Wisconsin. You can see the big, big crowds here. It could remind you of, well, a presidential year or a year with Obama on the ballot. Midterms, of course, a week away, Obama was campaigning with Senate candidate Mandela Barnes. And for all the talk these days about democracy and coups on the left, which warns against them, and that's important, as well as the talk on the right about crime and the economy, among other issues, Obama was out here hammering Republican Ron Johnson on a different score for putting billionaire tax breaks clearly on that Republican priority list above hardworking grandparents, as Obama put it. I'm going to play it for you. This is a moment that's already going viral. It's got people talking. It's reminding some Democrats why this is measurably their most popular leader over the past two decades in a row. And yes, that includes the current president.
3: Some of your parents are on Social Security. Some of your grandparents are on Social Security. You know why they have Social Security? Because they worked for it. They worked hard jobs for it. They had chapped hands for it. They had long hours and sore backs and bad knees to get that Social Security. And if Ron Johnson does not understand that, if he understands giving tax breaks for private planes more than he understands, making sure that seniors who've worked all their lives are able to retire with dignity and respect. He's not the person who's thinking about you and knows you and sees you, and he should not be your senator from Wisconsin.